Welcome everybody, hello fellow Huvians, welcome to uh, Who Do Who Think Who Are, the Doctor Who Rewatch Review Podcast, hosted by me, Jordi Steele, and got all the Jibber Jibs Free Supporter. Hey Jordi, how you doing? We're coming from Johannesburg. Have you ever watched District 9? I have, I have watched District 9. I love the filmography of Neil Blomkamp. Yes, yeah, yeah. Good it, film. He paints Johannesburg in a great way. Did he not also do Chappie? He did Chappie, he did Elysium with Matt Damon. I've not seen Elysium. They've all got a... Shot from the A-team in it. Shato Copley, his name's really hard to say in a South African accent, which is ironic he's, because he is... He's in, he's in the A-team. He's the, yes, he is. Hosting Monday Night Raw. He's not Hannibal. You got ha- Hannibal? You got... Is it Face? No, that's Bradley Cooper. That's Cooper. Murdoch? That's it. That's it. And then B.A. Barakis. Oh, yeah. Why has he got a full name? Played by the one and only Rampage Jackson. Yeah, Quentin Rampage Jackson. TNA's own. TNA's, TNA original. Yeah. Yeah, not, not Bellator fighter. Yeah. How are you doing, Fraser? How have, you, how have you done in the last... 10 minutes since the last episode recording. finished the last episode. I'm doing great. I've had uh, a little bit of Vimto. Ooh. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm hyped to get through this. I do want my bed, so let's make this a quickie. What did you have for dinner? Um, I had chips. And I also I got I had some prawns. All right. That I put in a, a light Cajun, a Cajun batter. Oh. So I, I, I put them in a little bit of corn flour, a bit of flour... Salt, pepper, Cajun wow. seasoning, a little bit of chicken seasoning, uh, paprika, cumin, garlic, <sighs> onion, mixed it all around, mm-hmm. shallow fried it in a little bit of sunflower oil. Lovely. But I'd also butterflied the prawns, which meant I'd oh, them. Yeah. So they were nice and, nice and plump. Mm. And they were very tasty. Um, and I had them with a Thai sweet chili dip uh, that was not homemade. No. I just had a Thai sweet chili dip. Had that. On the chips, I had salt, vinegar, and chippy sauce. So it was a weird mix of things. Why did you open with, I had some chips? Because <laughs> I didn't want to be like, and then I had a side of chips. Uh, well, these are, and, and then I had some uh, chips along with that. And I'd be, oh, lovely. I had a bird's eye oh. chicken pie. Oh, nice. They're quite good, actually. Yeah, and I had some, I had some fries, which yeah. I when I put them in the oven, I put some. Uh, I have garlic pepper that I put nice. on top. Nice, yeah, yeah. Um, I also had some broccoli, um, that was about to go off, so I, I, like a whole head of broccoli. So I, yeah. I, I boiled it, um, until they were soft, and then I drizzled oil on them and put them in yeah. with the chips, so that they they fried good a shit, bit. Good shit. It was, it was, it was nice. It was lovely. Yeah, and then I put it. I put it in a bowl. Put it in like a big pasta bowl. Piled them all on top of each other. Put the chicken pie on top and sort of like smashed it into a nice wee. I've been struggling garbage pile in the fact that I just go to the same sort of things because it's easy when I get back in from work. So I go like a risotto. I go Mm -hmm. for a paella, a noodle dish. Uh. Then I'll be like, oh, I want to mix up pasta. 
Uh, and then I'm mm. like, oh, no, that's that's four meals in, in a week. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'll go for pizza, obviously. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not adding anything new to it. So I was like, I'll, I'll try this prawns out tonight. I was like, I got the prawns reduced. I think they were like 130. Mm. So I was like, cool. That's yeah, I can I can make something with that. It was very nice, very tasty. Sounds um, lovely. Almost, and I sat right with it. And do you know what I did? Did you watch today's episode? I watched Satan's Pit. Wow, you watched the episode we're about to talk about. Season two, episode nine, the Satan's Pit. Here is the poem of the week. <sighs> big big pressure. And I've written this in a sort of uh, a limerick. An I- is it Irish okay. limerick? Is that limerick, where they? Yeah. 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 Was was a man from Dundee? Yep. Okay, here we go. The doctor, the devil, the ood. If our heroes could run, then they would. Their faith it is shaken, the planet is quaking. So scary, I thought I had pooed. Yep, that's good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, the creature of the week is the beast, is the devil. Yeah, pretty much. I know I'm the devil, but he is the devil. It's it's Satan. Evil, evil Satan. Yes. And let us begin. The possessed ood spread around the sanctuary base, killing the crew. The Doctor and Ida debate whether to venture down the trap door, with Ida wishing to defy the orders of her captain, Zachary Cross Flane, while the Doctor uncharacteristically opts to retreat. However, as they attempt to use the elevator, the system shut down. The voice possessing the Ood claims to be the true devil, the inspiration for all religions. It claims to be from a world before time itself. Now, that's the, how is that possible? It's not. It's a it's, science fiction program. How is that possible? <laughs> that's why the, the doctor, doctor doesn't believe perplexed. him. Yeah. He's like... If it came from outside of this universe, I'd believe it. Mm. If it said it came from beyond the universe, I'd believe it. But if it came before the universe, no. No. But what came before the universe to start the universe? Maybe. We don't maybe know. Satan. Maybe this thing. But it's a very cool concept. If like some again, it's going back to the idea that we spoke about in the last episode. The Doctor is out of his depth. He doesn't know this. This is new territory for him. Mm-hmm. And. It's about faith and belief and do you trust in what you believe or are you open to the impossible? Mm. The cable of the elevator snaps, stranding the Doctor and Ida at the centre of the planet. Rose, a seemingly innocent Toby, head of security Mr. Jefferson, and Oud Ethics Committee member Danny make their way to the Oud Habitat habitation through the air vents to broadcast a telepathic flare, followed closely by the rabid Oud. It's like alien. Um, it is like alien. They're going through the vents and they're going th- and they're they're terrifyingly fast in the vents, just scuttering <laughs> yeah. along and with their squid-like faces. It yeah, again, really great horror. Just in the whole, the alien is it's right behind you. It's constantly chasing you. Mm-hmm. There's not much action in this episode, like in terms of way the way it's shot. Everything was well shot in terms of hiding big set there's no big set pieces but there's constantly feels like you're the terror is right on your heels yes and you don't have a moment to sort of breathe yes with the characters it's sort of like geniusly 
following a, a theme from the last episode, which is the scene where the guy's like, don't turn around or you'll die. Because in this episode, when when characters turn around and, and, and the character does uh, eventually turn around to, to sort of stop uh, the, the Ood from coming at them, he does die eventually. He does die, yeah. So it's like... Genius it's, foreshadowing. Again, using that, that fear of like, something's behind you. Mm-hmm. Very, very well. So well done to the writers and the yeah. director. I do wish that... I know I know they're possessed, and then in uh, the next episode with Ood, when they're evil, they're also sort of rabid uh, Ood. Um, I do wish, though, that they retained their gentleman's voice. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so when they kill you, they're just like, excuse me. <laughs> Very polite. Coming through. And just when, they, like when they're serve. scurrying along events, it's like, oh dear me, it's very dusty through here. So it's just C-3PO. Yeah. <laughs> a killer C-3PO. I mean, that would be <laughs> hilarious. After staying behind to slow down the Ood, Mr. Jefferson is trapped behind an airlock in the vents and requests Zack to remove the air in his section to avoid dying by Ood while also taking some of them with him. Mr. Jefferson's going. Uh, yeah, oh. I know I did. I tried not to. Miss the way you, the way you did it, Mr. Jefferson. To Alexander Hamilton, it's a, yeah. What a what a hero! Just going down with the with the ood. With the ood, yeah. Yeah. Action hero. He was like, yeah, he's like, I I'd rather not die by ood. So if you could just suffocate me. I mean that's fair. Yeah. Like. He goes out the way he wants to go out compared to, you know, painful, what we'd presume is painful. I mean, he's going to, a suffocation is going to be painful for him. Yes. It depends how quick. But I guess, yeah, well, if they suck all the oxygen out, then his lungs will explode. That's quite painful. Yes, that's quite painful. It would, Unless he dies by shock? It probably would. And I don't it's mean like shock as in the electricity um, again, very well shot in the fact that his pieces of action where he's shooting the Ood, you don't see him shooting the Ood. It's just a close-up of him no. with the gun out of shot, and he's just spraying. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, we know what's going on here, but you've saved a ton of money on the budget, and you can see mm -hmm. that the money has gone on the practical effects of the Ood. Yes. And the set. And the set of the, the habitat. Yes. It's um but you shouldn't take that shot of him, a close up on him, not being able to see what he's attacking, and do that for every action sequence in an episode. Nope. nope. Especially if it's a sword fight. Chris. Yeah, do that. Idiot. Ch chippers. Meanwhile, the doctor begins to descend down the pit, lowered by a single cable by Ada. Or Ida even. However, before the Doctor can reach the bottom, the cable runs out, suspending him in darkness. He decides to unhook himself from the cable and drops into the unknown, leaving Ida alone. The surviving crew regroup and plan to leave on their ship, abandoning Ida and the Doctor, despite Rose's protest. Whilst moving an unconscious Rose, they notice the Ood waking up. The Doctor, his thinking here is crazy, it's just like... I could it survive could six this. Miles, it could be six miles deep. It could be infinite. Yeah. It could be 30 foot and I could survive that. I could survive 30 foot. 
and it's the the you can see the cogs turning and he's like he knows he's gonna die mm-hmm. if he doesn't do it's either stand by and and die yeah or try and figure out something that's going on and find a, a solution to it and obviously it's the doctor so he's gonna and i he's gonna choose the adventure i like how he keeps ida talking and like he's like oh we can we can figure out a solution while he's unhooking himself and he's like i'm gone i'm gonna drop yeah baby yeah i wonder if like if she was if she would have also survived the fall i don't know because I don't know the powers that the Doctor suddenly, randomly has sometimes. He has telepathy that he doesn't use all the time. He can I mean, yeah, survive yeah. a 30-foot drop for some reason. Um, well, I, th- I think, though, when he's like, I could survive a 30-foot drop, that would likely mean using regeneration energy if he was injured. True. Now, surviving the, air, the, the drop here mm-hmm. is because there was an air pillow. An air cushion, yeah. Yeah. Very lucky. You should have just jumped from the top and I know. What would have would it would it have still cushioned him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the bottom of the pit, the doctor wakes up, finding cave paintings depicting the defeat and imprisonment of the beast. Oh, and he also finds the beast. The beast itself. I like this segment where he's still talking to Ida on the headset, although she can't hear him. Mm. It's it's obviously done as a way to allow the Doctor to have a dialogue with the audience, and it's a good yeah. way to do it. But it's also quite sweet in the fact that he knows that she can't hear, but he's still speaking just in case anything gets through yeah. to her. Um, so Because her fear is being alone. Yeah. And maybe it's a subconscious way of making him feel more comfortable. Yeah. Because he's probably maybe a bit scared. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's his whole actions up until this point was fear and, like, his belief system is being challenged. Mm-hmm. He has no idea what's happening. And it's, it's, um... It's scary. It is indeed. It's scary. It is indeed. The Doctor deduces that the creature he sees before him is purely the physical form of the beast, and the intelligent mind he's interacted with is somewhere else. On the ship with the crew, Toby is still possessed with Rose. The Doctor realizes that the beast planned to escape his prison through Toby, and that by destroying the two jars that sit before him, gravity will collapse and send the planet and the beast into the black hole. The dilemma being that while it will also suck in the rocket destroying Toby and the beast's mental form, it will also kill Rose and the other crew members. However, the Doctor's faith in Rose outweighs his belief in gods and devils, and he smashes the jars. Toby shows his true form. He, fe- he breathes fire. Yeah. He goes, ah, and fire and comes the, out. He's the beast. It's very he's random. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, but Rock shoots the cockpit's window, sending him flying out of the ship. The Doctor runs through the cave tunnels and discovers the TARDIS, saving Ida and the rocket, but not the Ood. Not the Ood. It's a quite a good climax to the episode in the fact that we know that the mind is elsewhere. We've seen that Toby's still possessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just trying to get the characters to catch up, and it's a lot of tension, a lot of fear, especially the way that Toby's like 
trying to, they're trying to escape and the beast will get out if they leave mm-hmm. but it's like do you sacrifice rose and help save life by stopping this devil satan thing from escaping mm-hmm. i liked it the, the finding the tardis bit convenient how did they get there but it's okay it's okay. I mean, the, the the whole thing fell in into the, but it's quite deep. Yeah, like it's the bottom of the planet, the center of the planet. Yeah, he had to go through. But like we we come to understand that you go down to the core of the planet, or what you think is the core of the planet, and there's like another layer that's protected. There is, so yeah. how did the TARDIS get through that protected layer? Good question. And then through a series of cave tunnels that the Doctor could arrive at. There and why didn't the doctor save the oot? Why? Because he's an evil bastard. He said he know, didn't because... have time. He's in a but time he, machine. He is in a time machine. Uh, I guess because he is a dick. Or because he would have had to have filled the ship with about 50 oot. Um, but I guess, though, yeah, it's a time machine. But he's it's still getting sucked into a black hole, which which eats mm. time and reduce like time isn't a thing. So perhaps with the black hole destroying all time around it, mm-hmm. he wouldn't actually be able to travel in time. Just like go oh I'll go back a couple of minutes to save the ood because they'd still be possessed. Yeah, that's what it is. I feel they, like much the, the, like on the planet, what would happen if you entered in. a black hole, you are stretching. No, but the the planet was already destroyed. So he he escaped, and then they, then the, the on the rocket they were like, "Oh, that's the planet gone," and Rose thought the Doctor was dead. Mm-hmm. But Toby was still alive. How did Ida survive? Because the Doctor picked her up. So went got her, mm-hmm. flew away. Couldn't time travel because time's not a, time's being eaten. And the planet's already <laughs> Stop destroyed. saying time's being eaten. Time's being eaten. Say it in a Brian Cox voice. Time's being devoured. Devoured. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but do you know what is fantastic, Jordy? It's it's trivia. And the number one trivia podcast within a podcast on who do who think who are. It is, of course, my name is Fraser Porter. Joining me, as always, is Jordy Steele. Hello. We're kicking things off with a Torchwood reference. Where did it come in? I don't know. I had no idea where this one was. Was there one last week? There was not one last week. There was in this episode, though. And it was when Captain Zachary Cross Flane addresses the beast. He states that he is representing the Torchwood Archive. Ah, did not catch that. Yep, it's just he's very very quickly and it's kind of a throwaway comment, but it's there. The crew only had about 15 minutes left to get the scene when the Doctor gives his big speech to the devil in the pit because it was a night shoot. They were running out of time before the sun comes up. They wanted to get it done. David Tennant nailed it in one take. Classic. So, yeah. classic Tennant. 
The actual physical beast was Russell T. Davis's response to producer Phil Collinson's observation that none of the Doctor's enemies during the first season uh, had been godlike in scale. They'd all been very mm. small stature, small concept. Yeah. Whereas this was something much grander than even the Doctor themselves. Uh, due to shooting schedules, uh, with the fact that the Cybermen episodes had to be shot back to back and the production lineup, uh, this episode was actually shot the closest to its air date. Um, so it was it was a quick turnaround. Uh, the crew was actually very worried about being able to finish it in time, which had extensive CGI work both on the black hole and on the beast. Mm. Uh, apparently, the the last cut of the episode was only submitted to BBC the week before broadcast, um, which is quite tight, quite a quite tar- tight turnaround. Um, but because of that, there was no preview given at the press for these two episodes which led to a lot of speculation that something major was going to happen in them. Right. Which, something, it's quite a big episode, mm-hmm. but it's not hide the, from the press type of episode. No. I mean, I wonder what would have... You've got to think that if I think they were like, master. the devil's going to be the villain. I feel like a lot of... Um, I mean, I know we're not in like monty python era of the church controlling television yeah. but like you'd think that there would have been well some it's people funny you mentioned that because coincidentally this episode was actually aired on the week beginning the 6th of the 6th 2006 oh so it was 666 uh which actually during that week there was a lot of devil based related stories in the media all right um so people were speculating that it would be Mm. something devil themed but it's not enough to hide it from the press yeah i wonder uh, how ofcom did i wonder if I they mean, got I, any reports i wonder yeah that would probably be something that it's devils it's satan yeah it's Satan worshiping um harry potter gets complaints yeah oh half asleep here oh. uh except for the final scene in this episode the Tenth Doctor is not seen in his regular costume at all. He's just in a spaceman outfit. Yeah. When the production team couldn't figure out, when they were writing it, what was actually going to be at the bottom of the pit, they considered two options. Any guesses what they are? What did what did, what did did the production team think? Oh, this would be a good reveal. The Master. That's one of them, yes. Okay. And... At the bottom of the pit... Is it something on the level of the master? Is it like yes? Is it a character like, we've seen? Is it Davros? It's Davros. All yeah. right. So the the two options for them was Davros or the master, and then I think getting the writing. You know, once they'd actually got into writing the episode, they were realizing, well, obviously it's the devil. Yeah, it would have been very it. out of place. I think the episode would likely have changed the surrounding themes around it. All right, but. Yeah, the original plan when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have a big pit at the bottom of an impossible planet." It could be the master or Davros. I would have liked to see. I think it would have been quite interesting if they were like, "Oh, this is this ancient civilization, and there's this strange symbols that's a language that's like very ancient." And then we find out it's Gallifrey. That would be really cool, and it's they destroyed had- Gallifrey. And it's like a time... After yeah, the yeah, Time War. After the Time War. Um, well, 
they did have some scrapped ideas for this episode in terms of like villains and what other thing could be going on uh, that Russell T. Davis had said will be used in the future. One of them being the Toclophane, uh, which were going to be the substitute Daleks before mm-hmm. they realised they could actually use the Daleks. But the Toclophane were going to get used here, All right. uh, which later appear in The Sound of Drums and Last of the Time Lords. Um, but it was going to be their civilization, which ah. he then could use Davros, yeah, even if they didn't have Daleks. Do you think... Wait, so were the Toclophane going to be used instead of Ood? Uh, no, I think... Well, possibly. Because I think it that, it that would have been very it. interesting if they're like, oh, here are these things that are like subservient, a, a race of subservient slaves. And then you find out they used to be humans. They used to be humans. Uh, they were the last humans alive. Yeah. So, yeah. lots of interesting concepts that could have been used, but still happy with what we got. I, I think it, they went the simpler route in mm-hmm. terms of just beliefs and your own faith being tested. And I think it paid off better instead of having a larger yeah. concepts. Uh, one final piece of hoovia here. Uh, the closing scene in which the Doctor tells Rose that they are the stuff of legends um, was the final scene that Billy Piper shot as a regular cast member on the series. Wow. Her departure episode, Doomsday, had already been filmed about two months earlier when they did the all the Cybermen episodes back Oh, back. yeah. They were the last ones, sort of... Mm. She'd, already, she'd already filmed her last last appearance. Right. Um, whereas this was her actual final last scene. Uh, supposedly, the scene is quite short because both her and David Tennant really struggled to get through it in mm. terms... without, uh, without crying. Um... And then it was a production wrap. And I remember watching Doctor Who Confidential in this episode and them not them cutting any stuff at the end of this episode because, obviously, we didn't know she was leaving. Mm. We had no clue. Yeah. So, there we go. That's all the Whovie I've got for you today. No, oh. no, uh, no working titles. No working Again, titles. it's probably Satan's Pit. The um, Doctor and, and the Devil. I will ask Devil you Devil Who? Though. If you could put something down that pit and chain it to the inside of an impossible planet circling a black hole, what would it be and why? I would put... I don't want to take your answer, so I'm going to think of something else. Um, I would put an individual or just a concept? If you want to go big picture, you can go concept. What is... Something that's been annoying me uh, yeah. is uh, recently, uh, uh, I live in farmland, essentially. Um, yeah. I think that the rules of, if you're walking a dog along public roads and your dog yeah. poos, you have to pick that up. I think those rules should apply to horses. If you are walking a horse along a road... Sorry. Walking horse. <laughs> if you're walking, <laughs> if you're riding a riding horse, horse along yeah. a road and it poos, pick it up. You'll need several carrier bags, probably. You would need quite a big carrier but bag. But there is. I was taking my you... dogs on a walk. There was a long concrete road up a up a hill road. 
I mean, it's just everywhere. And I so, know who did it as well. The one counter-argument for that, though, is dog poo is more than just grass, whereas horse poo is literally just grass. But it's just, it's on a road, on a on a cement yeah. con- stone road. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. It's just there yeah, for it's gonna get run over. my oldest dog to eat. Yep. Because he's an idiot. Yep. He's a foul dog. Well, I'm glad you're putting in the concept of horse, horse poo, poo. Uh, into the Satan's pick. I, of course, am choosing the Absorbal off. Uh, it's going in there. It's staying in there. It, in fact, I might even chuck it into the black hole itself rather mm. than the pit. It's that bad. And we're going to experience it next week. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have Kirsty. I have another us. one. Yeah, what, what have you been in there? August Edinburgh crowds. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Specifically yeah, around ed- the fringe show. Just the Edinburgh fringe crowds. Just yeah. people. Tourists stopping that- in the middle of the road. Is everything I've got for you today. Thanks for letting let me know what you would put in the bottom of Satan's pit. If you at home would like to let us know, let us know. Yeah. He does the plugs at the end. But let's get on to talking about what we thought of the episode. Jordy, hit me with it. Of course. I thought this was a great continuation. I thought it was... Uh, uh, it really makes the the two two episodes as a whole uh, stronger. I'm actually struggling to think, to decide if I like this more than the first part. Because I think the first part is excellent. I think yes. it might be the only episode where the part one is stronger than the part two. But I don't know because they do sort of conclude lots of themes and and concepts that they started in the first episode Mm -hmm. and it is really well told and it doesn't seem contrived at all yeah although they do is the devil um but and they they do a really good job of being like this thing is supposedly the inspiration of the devil um but it's still this alien but it's sort of from beyond time and it's it's sort of otherworldly um but i like how they use that to test the doctor's faith and then apply that to the doctor's faith in rose and i think that was yeah. a really good way of sort of building their relationship and um the doctor and rose being apart means that rose can grow as a character and and be more independent and it's it's fantastic so uh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, no, go. I, I'm gonna go back on everything I just said and say that it is better than part one. But no, they are, no. I'd say maybe they are matched. They are completely like I, equal. I think that's yeah. I would. I think I'm. I'm sort of like on that same level. I think this episode really, really strong. It again, it, it's one that wouldn't work as an isolated episode, so it does need part one mm-hmm. to set it up. And this works as a perfect part one and part two story. The whole thing with the beast in the pit. It's really great storytelling and the doctor is matched with something he doesn't know he is really struggling to to work out his own beliefs and challenging them and also trying to outsmart this thing mm-hmm. that he isn't doesn't know about he's back against the wall he thinks he's gonna die he's not got his tardis it's either save the world or save rose yeah and save the cheerleader save the world it's it's a a decision he's had to make before mm. almost um back in well 
for the time war he doesn't know he's made that decision we will we'll, we'll find out that he had to do had to do that um but it's it's a really really great episode as you said the doc, doctor and rose being apart i think works really well in this rose really sort of gets more fleshed out as a character i start to enjoy her character more in this episode um all the crew are fairly strong the deaths actually do hit you quite a bit in the t- fact that oh they were a fleshed out character they're not just like that crew in the cybermen episodes that yeah just it's like you don't really care about them fodder yeah great episode can't complain i think i'm going to put it on the same level at 7.5 but i do prefer watching this episode mm-hmm. but it needs part one yeah it's it's a great two-parter to watch yeah um and i would like to see what they would do with an alien story just in terms of literally doing alien like all right have an actual xenomorph hunting just a single alien running through a, a ship yep yeah i mean Rather they like an army they kind of did that um with that one alien that eats everything in jody's second season yes it's dreadful I forget what it's called yeah no. it's a silly name no. but it's tiny and it's weird uh, the, the the only i'm trying to think of two parters that can top this one and there is only one more in david Tennant's run that i think can top it. well no there's two another two-parter there's two other two-parters that i think could top this i one. don't in in his entire run in, in david Tennant's run and I wonder if you're thinking of the same ones that I am because I've got Family of Blood. Okay. That two-parter. Hmm. And then my personal favourite two-parter, Silence in the Library. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking of that. Yeah, that's great. I was thinking of... It might change by the time we actually get there, but I was thinking of uh, Doomsday and, and... um, yeah, we've got another two-parter the, coming up soon. Whatever it's called, the ghosts, whatever. But because um, I think that's maybe my favorite finale as of now. Mm-hmm. We shall see. But what did you think of this episode? You can tell us on Twitter at Real Drug to Steel or at Lee Fraser Porter or at Doctor Who Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Doctor Who Pod. You can tweet us. What was it? Oh yeah, what would you put? In the Satan in pit. Satan's pit. What yeah, individual or concept? Um, just anything. Anything. Uh, a certain president or just another creature's fecal matter. Um, you could tell us there. Uh, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can share the podcast. You can rate us five stars. You can leave us a review. You can just like us. Just just love us. Just give us some love. Yeah, yeah give, us, give us some give love. Us love. Uh, next time... It's it's the big one. It's the big it's one. It's finally arrived. Love. It's love and monsters. Time to go to bed. Uh, I hope you have a lovely week, lovely weekend. Uh, we will see you on Monday, hopefully. Yeah. If the lords abide. Uh, but remember, stay, stay hooked. hooked.